0: Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the Hoon Capital of the World. This is Talking Power.
1: Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the south, we refer to it as the Gap Band.
2: Well, I think, you know, from the one is for grown-ups.
3: Talk and Power,
1: your motoring and motorsport podcast. Okay, it's episode 45 of the Talk and Power podcast. I am Nick Ditchambra. I'm here with co-host Simon Gonzo Travellini. How are you, Simon? Oh, I'm better now. Yeah, you. I was was
0: pretty crook there for a while. You all recovered? Yeah, I think I'm on the road to recovery. Unfortunately, my um, my son Nicholas and Nicole aren't. But no, (laughs) nah, they're still pretty crook.
1: Well, thanks for finding the time to come out tonight and, and do a recording. It's, it's Mate, good. episode 45 was a must. What an incredible two weeks of motorsport that we've had. It's been amazing. There's a lot been happening, but nothing makes me happier than what we're going to kick the show off with. Zara Bort. Um, you may remember. Yes. Zara, her sister Anita, tragically died at the motorplex. Um, it was about twelve months ago, to be honest. Maybe a little bit longer. I can't recall exactly when, but um, yeah, she tragically died in a junior drags at the Motorplex. Sister Zara won the South Coast Nationals, and what a testament! I think the final she only won by a thousandth of a second. Yeah, which is amazing. It's,
0: it's, yeah, a real tribute to yeah. to her sister, and great that the the family has just forged forward with it. Yeah, um, you know, just. A, a, and a bit sad really that the the people that it affected the most, that the incident affected the most, um, are are pushing on, yet the state government yeah have still not reviewed it and yeah, you know, racing hasn't started again no, at that's the motorflex.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but look, it's fine because they've replaced um the junior
1: dragsler class with an equally fast class. Oh, I knew you were gonna <laughs> say <save> this. <laughs> Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but anyway, Zara is now second in the points, overall points with four rounds into the season. Actually, it's, it's, it's really, to me,
0: it's, it's a bit crazy. I mean, like I said, mm. that family, they were the people that were affected the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's really bizarre that the state government has imposed a ban mm. and, and forcing all these people to go over East, which, if anything, I'd imagine it'd be more dangerous to going through all the travel and getting everything over to the other side of the country race. Sure is with yeah. some of
1: the, the incidences that have been happening on the road of recent times. But anyway, look, con- big congratulations to Zara and the entire board family. Hats off to them. And, um, and all the junior drags, the WA uh, contingency, that, dr- that drive... I know Dougie Green has a lot to do with those guys as yeah. well. And, yeah, and, and
0: um, uh, W.I. suspensions, yeah. I, I believe, is uh, heavily involved in sponsoring them, helping them get over. Yeah, um, yeah. Stewie looks after the the trailer, mm-hmm. um, and they've they've you know had a bit of a battle there to get everything right. But I think I think um, uh, aside from looking for some breaks,
1: yeah, <laughs> just recently. Look, Stewie walked me through the mods that he did to the trailer, oh, and uh, you know it was, it was unbelievable. Amazing. The suspension mods were crazy. Yeah, yeah. So hats off to our sponsor there at, at um, WA Suspension Bond as well. Speaking of drag racing, 400 Thunder, we had a round in between podcasts. Um, it was really good to see i actually caught the ovo telecast live over the internet and even in belcata and laugh as you may i'm still not on nbn in Belcatta. we have in we have it in the street now but i really need to get on to it but
0: oh so what is there a terminal out in the street that people use <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's down there somewhere it's not far from here anyway uh we do have nbn but i haven't used it but even with my adsl it came through beautiful it was a great
0: that terminal in the street, do yeah. you, is it coin-operated, or how does it work? Or do you all just line up?
1: Or is there's, it- a, there's a little rat running in there that keeps it powered <laughs> on a little wheel. But, um, yeah, look, the OVO coverage was absolutely great. Got on riding for finals, or just before finals, actually, so I was able to watch all the finals. You know, you know, Nick, out of that event, the standout for me, yeah. and, and and
0: great to see it happen, was Robert Ambrosie taking, oh. taking the win. Um, he has pushed on for so many years now, yep. chipping away, chipping away. Massive improvements in the last uh, the last few meetings with yeah. that car. Yeah, um, great to see him take out the Pro Alcohol. Um,
1: uh, unfortunately, it was on a solo. It was on a solo. Chris Hargrave, he's um, wasn't able to front. Had uh, had engine engine damage, so Chris was unable to front. But still, and. Um, To be fair to Robert as well, he had some pretty serious engine damage um, leading up to the event in testing and was advised by certain people that are close to him probably not to participate and and just let it go. And uh, no, to his credit, uh, forged on and ended up taking the win as a result. So it was really good to see Robert uh, take the win there. Also great to see. Uh, Kev- Kelvin
0: Lyle Kelvin Lyle what WA's mean? Kelvin Lyle Yeah um, Taking out Pro Slammer Yeah Incredible Absolutely incredible yeah. You know The two guys That we are so used to seeing In the finals mm. Um zap first round yeah yeah flat uh,
1: battery unfortunately for yeah,
0: zap. Sad, sad story but great to see kelvin take it out yeah kelvin's invested heavily in the sport and he's mm-hmm. a great guy yeah um and you know bringing it home to wa that's fantastic oh
1: it was magnificent and what a final too he had to had the wheels up and had it loose and still managed an 80 as well out of it so I well done to him zap sam- might be teaching him how to drive <laughs> it looked that way <laughs> he had it up and and quite loose and still managed to win i mean in in fairness sam fennig were um uh had dramas and was out of it but um he was right there probably to half track and in fairness to Kelvin he wouldn't have known he wouldn't have known that Sam was out of it so yeah had the wheels up and it was a great race really great to see great to see Top Fuel Wayne Newby um took the chocolates over Ashley Sanford uh teammate in the new uh, Santos car great now looking
0: car, uh, we've also got another uh tourist well, we yeah. see he's actually from here. Yeah, <laughs> coming yeah, over
1: for the next round. I can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah. So Richie Crampton will be here for the New Year's. Uh, what are they called? New it? Year's Thunder. New Year's Thunder, uh, coming up. Uh, that's the fifth of January. He'll be driving Phil's second car. Phil Lambertina, that is. So he'll be it's... pairing up with Kelly Betts. Doesn't
0: it worry you that they call these events Thunder? You know, yeah, they, are a, they bringing a... on the obvious? It's
1: going to rain. <laughs> yeah, I <I'm... laughs> That's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. Hey, I don't know if you caught the final of Pro Stock. Look, I'm I'm I I, I can count to seven fairly well. i have got to tell you, Nick wasn't. Seven. Chris
0: Soldatus is a top bloke. Well deserved win.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not taking anything away. And he actually ran the PB for the event and and the fastest time in the final. So it would have been would have been tough beating his seven zero. But yeah, I look anyway. We'll leave that one. Yeah, look,
0: the auto start system. You know, it is what it is. If they go, if Tremaine got timed out, he got timed out. He got
1: he, timed out anyway. So uh, you know, in all a- the years that we were
0: racing, how many times did we have dodgy calls? You know, oh, tail shafts yeah, look, come out and go across the track, and yeah. somehow the other car still gets a win. But look, anyway,
1: at the end of the day, I don't, I don't want to take. I, it sounds like I'm taking Sonic away from Chris, but to me, it didn't look like seven seconds. But anyway, I'm. I was well, maybe it, it was could, my ADSL. Well, buffering. maybe it was. It was buffering in that in that time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was the Ovo. <laughs>
0: it was over before it Ovo. Oh, Listen, um, on the subject of Pro Stock, yep. I had a. Um, a pro stock uh racer Mm. contact me today yep and uh he was filling me in on a few things that's going on Mm -hmm. i I don't know if you're aware or not but the uh leaded fuel ban Mm. is coming into effect yep um and there's only a limited supply of some of the other fuels Mm -hmm. uh mainly because you know if you've got to buy bulk shipments of fuel and and for those of you that don't know to bring fuel into the country it is a bit of a nightmare because it needs to be brought in a special manner. Obviously, yeah. if you've got a fl- highly flammable liquid, not flammable, highly flammable liquid on board a ship, you know, it's a bit of mm-hmm. a drama now. With nitro, well, we're going to burn it, whether it ends up in a remote control engine or in a yeah. top fuel, we're going to burn it. When you get to these specialised oxygenated fuels, high in lead, um, considering the fact that the lead ban is happening, it, mm. is a, it is a done deal. There yeah. is no going back to leaded fuels. For the people importing it, it is a bit of a drama because mm. what are they going to do with it after? Yeah. You know, yeah. legally they have to pay probably tens of thousands of dollars to get rid of it, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, so they're currently in the process. This this is, you know, what I've been told. This is um, discussions among the pro stock racers and the Pro Stock Racing Association. They're... Um, in the process of tendering for regulated fuel yep and what will happen is once that tender is successfully um won, uh, that company will supply the fuel and they will all be running on the same fuel so there won't be you know vp erc mm. blah 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 whatever the the yep. other fuels are uh so that's the first thing the other thing is um there is uh a few cars not just in pro stock Um, Around, I'd heard about these from the crew chief of of one of the door slammer cars. Mm. And it's something that, you know me, I love um, shock absorber technology, right? Real shock absorber technology, not not bullshit Mm. like we run special valving. Yeah, whatever, mate. Um, So there is a particular shock absorber. They're very expensive. I've been told they're $25,000 a pair, right? And you can get the struts set up the same way. And they are electronically adjustable mm. four-way valving. So you've got high speed, low speed, and you can control it as it goes down the track. Yep. It's also got a stop-hold function. Right? Mm-hmm. So what that does is you can tell the shock, uh, I believe it's time-based, yep. that at this time I want you to hold the shock absorber and not let it move. What that allows you to do is make the suspension stop doing whatever it was doing so you can slow down or speed up the tyre to yep. get the perfect... Um, speed, uh, pinion speed, or it's you know it's really what we're looking at as the tire, but we refer to it as pinion speed to make the car go down the track. Um, amazing technology, twenty five thousand dollars a pair. Wow. The rumor is, which I don't think is that bad, mm. you know, for for what they can do. Um, if you put struts on the car as well, you're up fifty grand. Um, the rumor is that Pro Stock is looking at banning them. Yeah. Okay. And now yep. this kind of. It's an interesting thing. We've got the sport going in two different directions here. We've got turbocharged ZFI cars with traction control mm. on the one hand, right, that we're all raving about, radial racing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then on the other hand, we've got technology being suppressed. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know. I, I think that uh, we've got a bit of a battle going on right mm. now, say with Door Slammer, yep. where... Um, there's that much technology in these new five-speed converter drive transmissions that the governing bodies couldn't really tell you if someone was doing something illegal. Yeah. You know, like you can you can modulate the torque converter pressure as you're going down the track. You can apply the lock-up um, in different manners. Mm. You can partially apply it. You can fully apply it. You can slowly apply it. So it's, it's interesting that pro-stock would decide... That, you know, and this is the drivers voting on this the, mm. the, the um, uh, people that have money invested, yeah. um, shareholders, for, for lack of a better word, um, deciding that no, no, this is, you know, we don't want this technology in the sport. Yeah. So, very, very interesting. You look at door slammer, on the other hand, which, you know, pro stock has always been, you and I have always considered it to be the epitome of, mm. of um, racing, like everything's so efficient and they're trying to make everything work so well, whereas door slammer is more like a sledgehammer, Yeah. you know, just throw horsepower at it and make it go. Mm. You've got door slammers running auto shift legally torque converters that are doing weird stuff.
1: Locking up, unlocking, locking yeah, up. All, yeah. all
0: sorts of crazy stuff going on there and a lot of controversy um, surrounding that. Mm. But they're legislating it, right? So so the drivers actually voted against the auto shift twice, yep. uh, but Thunder decided to introduce it anyway, mm. right? So they're legislating more technology into the door slammers, which are basically the sledgehammer classes, yeah. yet the pro stock guys are taking the opposite approach. So... You know, I mean, mm. what's next for Pro Stock H pattern shifters? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not taking a piss. I'm just. No, no, no. Actually, no, I am taking a piss. You are a little bit.
1: <laughs> Top bike as well, Gavin Span, um, who won over Adam Leighton. Uh, good showing from Jay Upton. I think he struggled in the in the warm up there, but um, he's, he's it was funny weather. It's funny weather. He's blowing really. that tire off pretty hard. Yeah. Well, it's not funny weather for Sydney, but it was, I guess that that weekend anyway. Anyway, still a, a good event, good yeah. crowd attendance, I believe? Yeah, it was. It looked really well um patronized by the crowd. Yeah, that's the, that's it, it great. It looked and, like a lot of people had turned up for it, the event.
0: It, it's great to see that drag racing is um is starting to come back in, into yeah. flavor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it certainly
1: did. It certainly did. So, moving on, Formula 1. Formula 1, we Brazil. had the 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 infamous uh, situation happening with Josh Verstappen. Josh. The punch-on. No, that's his father. We'll talk about him in a minute, actually, Josh. But Max Max, and uh, uh, Esteban Ocon. But before we get to that, Lewis Hamilton won the event. Um, Verstappen came second, Raikkonen third, Ricardo fourth. Those four cars had a five-second split over them at the end of the race, so they were really tight. Valtteri Bottas, 23 seconds behind them. Talk about Valtteri in a second, I don't want to dwell on him too long. Um, the win for Lewis basically secured Mercedes' fifth championship in a row. So amazing yep. effort for those guys. Toto Wolff has got the guys humming along quite well, mm. the, the team. He's a shareholder in the team as well, so he's um, he's got a vested interest in seeing them perform well. So just an interesting situation but, that but happened. But in, in saying
0: that, mm. the Red Bull team, like those cars are flying. They're you know, really this starting is, to, to this, find their this groove. This is the thing. It's all good and well to talk about Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton,
1: but let's not forget where Ricardo started on yeah, the grid. Yeah, he started from ninth and ninth. worked his way. He was leading at one stage, actually. So, But, yeah, the Red Bulls have really come on in the last couple of weeks. Ferrari seem to have petered off, which is disappointing. They did clock the fastest pit stop of, of, of the year, actually, a 1.97-second pit stop, which was amazing I, to see them do that, sub two seconds.
0: I caught um, an interview mm. with um, Michael Andretti. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously he's, he's the owner of the... the um, Walkinshaw team now. Walkinshaw team, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walkinshaw Andretti. Mm. And uh, they showed some footage of IndyCar. Yep. And they had a digital display on the side of the car so that while you're involved in the pit stop, mm. you can see the the time ticking away. I thought yeah. that was
1: a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of um um uh, progress made in in pit stop technology. Even supercars now have beepers and buzzers, like the car when it's pulled in, that you can line up your your um wheel wheel nuts correctly and whatnot so there's been a lot of advances in technology in pit stop and it's involving the pit crew as well and and giving them some sort of responsibility as well as as part of the team so yeah ferrari's efforts were great in the pit stop they weren't so crash shot on the track raikkonen got a, a reasonable third um but yeah the incident that we're all talking about is verstappen and ocon so really interesting ocon came out uh, with a green set of tyres, and was right behind Verstappen. And look, in retrospect, probably Verstappen should have let him go through. Then in past, there's nothing wrong with Ocon was a lap down, but the rules state that, you know, if you're a lap down, you can unlap yourself. Um, Verstappen, being Max as he is, like took exception and started fighting Ocon. In the end, they ended up crashing. Whose fault it was? A lot of people saying it's Ocon's. I, I say it was 50-50. Had Verstappen let him go, the point that we're all missing here is, if Verstappen had let him go, he would have caught him in three, or four laps time anyway, as Ocon's tyres lost their lost their edge, and he would have been given the blue flag and let Verstappen through anyway. So, really, Max had everything to lose there. It's great to see Lewis Hamilton at the end of the race back Ocon, because Ocon is actually a Mercedes driver on lease to force um, to force India at the moment. So it was great. I really liked Lewis's comments to, to Verstappen at the end of the race where he backed up Ocon, and um, I felt that was really becoming of, of Lewis Hamilton to do that. I, I think that he was just shit-steering personally. But... Probably was. Probably, <laughs>
2: probably was. You probably
1: can see the Red Bull car is going to be a pain in the ass next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what was interesting? A lot of people don't know. 2001, Josh Verstappen, Max's father... Took out from the he was in a back marker, took out race leader Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh, really? Same race. Wow. Same race in Brazil in 2001, so 17 years earlier. Chip off the old block. Yeah, yeah. But the roles were reversed, unfortunately. So, yeah, interesting that that happened uh, 17 years ago. Um, but look, the two got into a bit of a scuffle. Uh, Post-race, they've since shook hands and made up, and I think everything will be rosy. I still think it's a, a travesty that Ocon, because he's a Mercedes driver, he's not really available. Well, he is available, but none of the other teams really want to take him on because they're not going to put money or investment into a driver that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. And Toto Wolf unfortunately, still hasn't, you know, I, I would have put him in Bottas's seat. Next year. Personally. Yeah, so Bottas
0: finished 23 seconds yeah. behind Ricardo. Yeah. And the rest of, like, from from uh, Lewis all the way through to Ricciardo, yeah, the only fir- five first seconds. four was only
1: five seconds. Yeah. I, I think the spotlight has probably turned off Bottas because it's near the end of the year and he's got another year. He's re signed for another year, but he has to be feeling some heat given I keep repeating myself Nico Rosberg won a championship. In that number two Oh car. yeah, he did. He so, did.
0: And and the way he did it, he basically won the championship, dropped yeah, the mic. Yep, I'm out of here. <laughs> Catch you later. You know that that to me was the classiest yeah deal. Just yep. get in there, get the job done. Yep.
1: See you later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I you know I don't want to. I've been talking about Bot all year, and I felt he's been underwhelming, and I still think that, and I'd like to see. Someone like Ocon probably get his seat because I I think the world of um, Esteban Ocon. But do you think that there's a bit of you know protection for Lewis there? Well, most definitely. Lewis was backing Bottas all year to re to have him re-signed because he does not challenge Lewis. Yeah, Lewis really so what chances are oh gone, yeah no it's not it's not good for the young driver but then they should relinquish him to another team yeah anyway uh, it'll be and i'm looking forward well you never know i mean do we know who's filling dan's seat yeah daniel ricardo's been filled by pierre gasly oh, so right pierre again. gasly from has been elevated from Toro rosso up to um daniel's seat um, and as we know, Charles Leclerc will be taking Räikkönen and Seton Ferrari. Yeah. Looking yep. forward to that. I think I've got wraps on that guy as well. Moto GP. Oh, Nick. Malaysia. What a travesty. What a an absolute travesty. Went, a lot of WA guys went to this race, actually. So... Yeah, um, the reason
0: that... A lot of WA guys go to this is mm. because I don't. I think it's every second year they have the Ducati Day. Okay, right. Yep. And it's like a thousand dollars or something. They supply you with everything, leathers, the whole lot, and you mm-hmm. get to ride the latest Ducatis around the track with, okay. uh, you know, coaching and so on and so forth. Yep. Really, really good value. I'd love to do it one day. Yeah. Um, can't see it happening anytime soon, but. <laughs>
1: Oh, you never we'll know. Get there. You never know.
0: Mate, Don't I, you know, to see the Yamahas back there, they're, yeah. they're right there. You know, yeah. they found whatever it is, it, the, the engine management, traction management, whatever, they are right there. Yep. Um, and to see uh, Rossi lead wire nearly to wire. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. And then to see him drop it, mate, I was was so devastated. Yeah. You know, I think it was four laps to go. Mm. Um, It looked to me like they, on the replay, they showed he was at a tilt angle of 70 degrees. Yeah. He may have actually bottomed out the bike. Yeah. You get to a certain point where the bodywork will touch Mm. and that unloads the rear. Yeah. And you have, it's not a low, it is basically a low-speed slide, but... Mm.
1: Uh, I couldn't believe it. I, I um, I just couldn't believe it. Look, it was um, it was disappointing. It was on lap seventeen, actually. So, but I think Mark Marquez has a knack of doing this. He's just he's he's right there. He's not there, but he's there. If you know what I mean. And and it's perceived pressure. Yeah, he he was
0: he was um, I I would imagine that he had conserved his tires a bit better. Yeah, and um you know, he was able to start playing with Rossi because, mm-hmm. you know, like one lap, um, he'd shaved like three tenths off, mm-hmm. you know. And if you started doing the maths, because when, when it gets to the closing stages, I start doing the maths, like how many tenths does he need to do, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, even if you can do that, even if you can get behind, um, you know, Rossi or whoever le- is leading, Dovey, whoever it is, you still need to go around them. Yeah, you know. Now, if you've been following someone for a while, you can sort of look at what they're doing and pick a line. Mm. You know, and go, "This is this is um, a, a great place to d- to get the job done." Yep. But I don't know. I was just devastated. I've seen Rossi do this um, a few times now, yeah. and and Dovey as well. And you yeah. just think, you know, you wouldn't expect. At that level of professionalism mm-hmm. and with all the experience that uh, Rossi in particular has got that um, you know he would be doing this but yeah this season's over there's one more round yeah one more round that's yeah. correct yep um, so you know what was really great to see hmm Alex Rims yeah
1: yeah he's going really well good second there the
0: Suzuki has come a long it way yeah. in, the, in the last probably two years mm-hmm. I would say um, to start again from scratch with a clean sheet of paper yep. and, you know, get on top of it as quick as they have. Amazing. Also good to see Zarco, Yeah, um, yeah. But another podium. Yeah. Um, Vinales, you know, once again, that the the Yamaha is, um, is showing itself. He took a while to get going at this race. Mm. He got stuck behind. He had no, not the greatest start. He got stuck behind a bit of traffic. Yeah. It was a couple of early mistakes. Um, but, you know...
1: Uh, fourth is still great um yeah Dovi uh Dovi had a bad run but do you think Dovi was affected by the fallout between him and Lorenzo during the week like their their relationship probably wasn't the best hasn't been the best all two years of this
0: yeah so for those of you don't don't follow uh, MotoGP um Dovi more or less through Lorenzo under the bus. Right under it, right? But under literally it. <laughs> didn't even <laughs> see the red show. No. Nah. nah <it> was... <laughs> he sort of come in from the side.
1: <laughs> mate, that bus was doing one hundred and ten, mate. He <laughs> just like So basically over.
0: uh Lorenzo pulled out of this race, um, citing that uh, mm. his injuries still haven't fully recovered. Yep. Um I you know, a lot of people have made the comment that um he's he's just thrown the towel in for this season. Why would you bother? He's going to be on a Honda next year. Mm. Um, He wants to challenge Marquez on an equal bike. Maybe that's true, but I think that the more opportunities that he gets to get under Marquez's skin before he becomes his teammate, Mm. um, you know, so, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, but what happened was that there was a comment made by Dovey um, stating that it was a strange situation and not, uh, not really, uh, he didn't really offer any support uh, for Lorenzo. Mm. That's just he left it as a strange situation that that he wasn't competing yeah. um, in, in Sepang. Um, and yeah, a Twitter a Twitter war did break out, yeah. and um, there was a classic Lorenzo uh, comment on labelling Dovi uh, a world champion dot 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 in one two fives, <laughs> which you know is a bit harsh. <laughs> A bit harsh. They don't even run one two fives
1: anymore, do they? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I look. I, I think it's it's good. It's probably good for the sport. It's not good when you're in the same team. But look, this relationship ends in one more race, and so they're, they're not going to really care.
0: Yeah, I know. But you know what, Nick? Like, we've seen some great things from Dovi. Yeah, we've seen some great things from Lorenzo too. Um, the spotlight's really going to be on him next year. Oh, for sure. You know, Ducati's yeah, yeah. paid a lot more money yeah for for, for Dovi, mm-hmm. um you know admittedly it's probably still less than what they paid for lorenzo yeah um and honda probably got lorenzo at a bargain mm-hmm. basement price yeah but um yeah I, I don't know i don't know and you know it's just it it really kind of watching it and and seeing all the the shenanigans is, that are going on in the background it makes me feel like i did when the IHRA was running the motorplex. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. I get that same ill feeling like yep. guys, let's just focus on the racing here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, Marquez walked away with it once once um uh Valentino dropped the bike. Um and you know, it would have been good to see one of those famous, you know, last lap tussles, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. You can't um he can't change it. No. Um, Miller was a bit of a disappointment at this race, yeah. I thought. Yeah, um, right, but I, I think the new Ducati's, new. you know, really, for whatever reason, it's strange it's though. It, it's It looked like a track that you could, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of tight corners, but there was also a lot of long straights. Beautiful, symmetrical track. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I kind of like mm. the
1: look of it. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I also made mention here in the notes. It's this is a bit of um, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but anyway, uh, LCR team they announced a new sponsorship deal with Italian company Comet of Italy. So you're probably wondering why I'm saying that. Uh, the company I work for, Sylvan Australia, is the Comet distributor in oh, Australia. So, there you go, free tickets to Philip Island. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, Comet, um very big in agricultural scene so it's great to see them on board with the lcr team carl Crutchlow, next year hey you know what we might do we might break it here for uh, for about 10 minutes we're, i went to the italian car day uh this week and uh, did a couple of interviews there so we'll, we'll just put them in here so yeah we'll just throw those interviews in here and um we'll catch you we'll catch you shortly we're down here at the italian car day here and i'm here with andrew murray of the Rotary Club of Northbridge. He's also the event organizer for the Italian Car Day. Andrew, how you going and thanks for joining us on the podcast.
3: Thanks very much. It's good to be here. Andrew, tell us a bit
1: about the the show itself. It's obviously encompassing not just cars but motorbikes as well. Can you tell us a bit about the show itself?
3: Yeah, the show is the Italian uh, Car Day but it's also the Car, Bike and Scooter Day really and it's run by the Rotary Club of Northbridge and we put on a, uh, a charity fundraiser once a year and this is the 14th year. So it's great to see the Rotary Club. We all know the Rotary Club, well, Australians all know the
1: Rotary Club quite well and the great work that they do. Can you tell us a bit about the work that, you, that some
3: of the funds that were raised today, what, what they'll go to? Yeah, sure. Look, we, uh, we fund a, uh, a, a wide range of projects each year, and this is one of our important fundraisers, but we, fund, we uh, uh, support uh, a primary school breakfast program in Perth, We support some uh, drop-in centres for homeless people in Perth. We fund some uh, student exchanges, uh, some youth uh, leadership programs, and we also participate in the Rotary International programs, which is Shelterbox, which are here today. And that's putting uh, um, uh, provisions and tents and things into uh, disaster relief areas. And we also uh, sponsor Polio Plus, where Rotary International is trying to uh, eradicate polio.
1: Now, a lot of great work that the Rotary Club does.
3: Uh, Andrew,
1: just tell us a bit, one of the other hats you wear is also you're the president of the Alfa Romeo Car Club. Can you tell
3: us a bit about that as well? Yes, indeed. I'm the current president of the Alfa Romeo Owners Club. We've got about 100 uh, members uh, here in WA at the moment. And today at the show, we've got a wide range of, uh, of Alfa models. Uh, today, we're showcasing uh, particularly the 1968 Alfa Romeo GTA Junior because it's the 50th anniversary this year. And we're generally also showcasing uh, uh, the 105 uh, Coupe model, and we've got some a few very fine examples here today. Uh, we've also got a little uh, Alpha Junior Zagato 1970. There's uh, eight of those in Australia and two in Perth. Um, and we've got a, a wide range of competition cars here today as well. So we've got some circuit track races, some rally cars, um, and down in the uh, lawn display area we've got some uh, some pretty good restored Alfas. Uh, Montreal, some nice Spiders, but plenty of cars. Yeah, there certainly is
1: an Alfa Romeo being one of, one of you know, even one of my favourite brands as well. And and some of the cars that are, that are down here today, just absolutely magnificent.
3: Any other special cars that we should be looking out for today? Look, there's a few dotted around. We've got two Ferrari F12 TDFs here in the main display. We've got some brand-new Lamborghinis here. The Urus is along. But we've got out in the... Uh, in the uh, Laund area we've got a genuine Fiat 124 Spider Arbath um, along with the genuine GTA Junior. Um, We've got, uh, because this year also showcasing the Targa Florio which ran from 1906 to 1977, we've got a range of cars here that are of the type that ran in the Targa Florio and not necessarily Italian. So we've got a good selection of Jaguars up there, we've got XK 120, 140, c-type d-type we've got renault r8 gordini we've got a renault alpine a110 so there's a wide range of other there's a lancia Fulvia hf fanaloni so we've got a, a wide range of interesting cars for people to have a look at
1: yeah certainly that renault alpine actually is one of my favorites it's a beautiful looking car that one
3: all right andrew look
1: we won't keep you much longer i know you're pretty busy look thanks for coming on the podcast where can we find information about the rotary club of northbridge
3: Okay, you can go to the internet and uh, go to uh, 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 au, or you can go to www.italiancarday.com.au and there's a link.
1: No, thanks for that, Andrew, and thanks for joining us. Okay, I'm here with Tony Niozzi of NozTech. NozTech, yep. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Tell us a little bit about your your amazing looking fiat here
2: yeah i, I bought it about 35 years ago it, it originally had the um the old um fiat Lampredi v6 but me being a rev head and as i was and rebuilding engines all the time i decided it, it, it was a good idea to put a Chevy 400 in it and that was 30 years ago and the last few years i've done quite a bit of work on the fiat I've actually got a 393 stroker in it, runs well, four-speed auto, lock-up converter gearbox, so it's actually, a, it's actually quite a weapon, so it's um, not too bad, and it's really fun to drive.
1: It's an absolutely magnificent looking car, to be honest, and now tell us a little bit more, you've got Ferrari rims um, and a brake
2: package on this car as well? Yeah, yeah, buddy. I've um, I've, I've updated with all the Ferrari 360 Modena brakes. They're all 4, four, uh, four pot caliper Brembos, and I've got the 18-inch Ferrari stole Modena rims on it. And you know, I've got uh, a sta- extra stabilizer bars. All the work, so it actually looks to part as well, and it stops. So there you go.
1: If you're actually watching the video version of the podcast, um, you'll be able to see some video footage. It sounds absolutely magnificent. So, yeah, as you said, 400 Chev in there now, but you've kept all the original running gear of the car, haven't you?
2: Yeah, all, everything's original apart from the uh, brakes, the engine, and gearbox. Everything's original, and it really runs nice. It's got the nice stainless 3-inch exhaust. So it, it just makes it a little bit of fun to drive. And, yeah, yeah, actually feel good. It really gets your testosterone levels rising.
1: Just before we finish up, uh, Tony, just quickly tell us a bit about your your business as well. We were talking, chatting off air before about the sort of things that you've done with um, with crank shafts. Can you tell us a bit about that?
2: Yeah, my my main business is uh, reconditioning crank shafts. I've got about 500 of them on the shelf. A, a lot of people come to me with their vintage cars, old Fords, old Fiats, old Alphas. And they, want to, they, they do like to re- restore their cranks and I find all the parts for them and build the engines and just really help them out because they sort of, they sort of enter my workshop with, with, with a little bit of enthusiasm, but they usually leave with a lot of passion, so it's really nice that. They, they love to see what I do and I get excited about my work, so that really helps and the customers keep coming back, they love it. It's kind of a dying,
1: as we spoke about before, it's kind of a dying art, the, the sort of work you do. And um, it, it's quite important we have people like you still in the industry, service in the industry, because we've sort of become this throwaway society, haven't we? So, yeah, hats off to you and, and the work that you do there. Um, where can we find your business?
2: Yeah, my business is at um, Unit 135 Tate Street in um, Welshpool. That's just in the Bentley area, so it's e- easy to find and catch up. Look forward to seeing you. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. It was great to have you on. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Mate, great to
0: uh to hear from Nozzy, yeah. as he's known in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: did Marco did Marco have the Fiat on display? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that car. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually went with Marco, he rang me up the day before, said Are you interested and I said, Yeah, why not? So I went down with him. So, did you yeah. get a chance to go for a spin in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I drove I didn't drive the car, but I went with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it goes <laughs> goes. <laughs> That car is a real little sleeper, that one. Oh you yeah. I mean, you you, have, you were fairly heavily involved in the build of that car.
0: I look the 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 thing is with that car, mm. a bit of a sad story about how it came about. I don't know if you're familiar, but um, we nearly lost Marco. Mm. Um, and uh, when he was in hospital, you know, I'd, I'd go in there. I got back from Sydney. I was working for um, Fat Pizza at the time. Yep. And, and I'd go back and say to him, you know, listen, when you get out, you know, we'll we'll, we'll put a turbo on the Fiat, we'll do mm. this, we'll do that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And um, uh, when he got out, that car became uh, his road to recovery, Yeah, you know, because I was really cruel to him and I, I kind of feel bad about it. But um, to me, I, I felt as though that this would you know, help him. Yeah. So he, you know, because he'd lost movement
1: of, of one arm and mm. one hand completely um, through nerve damage. He but, told me that one day you rang him up and you sent him to Bunbury to get the gearbox, the Trimatic, the Fiat Trimatic. I might have done, I don't yeah, know. he said, hey, you he rang him up and <laughs> these were his words. If you really want that Trimatic, there's one in Bunbury, go get it.
0: <laughs> and I think he was shopping with his wife. and That was pretty cruel, i, I got and, to admit. But anyway... The thing is that he was amassing parts. Yeah. And the turbo um, that we that we got for it, this was a long time ago because mm. he actually, he had a lot more, like he had better parts for it and yeah. he had to sell a lot of them because he was, you know, sick. Um, you know, mm. it it's just like he, the family came first and yeah. um, the Fiat came second, so... Um, yeah, so the the turbo that he had was tiny, like yeah. in in uh, terms of, you know, like Garrett's. It's like a, I don't know, GT18 or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the smallest little turbo. And, um, you know, you know what I'm like. I try and look at the combo and go, oh, well, let's do this and let's do that. So all the other people involved in, you know, uh, with the camshaft and putting cylinder heads and, and ultimately... Um, you know, designing pistons for it because we we had some Arias pistons made for it. Ultimately, uh, Adrian, mm. who, who was his neighbour at the time, um, that was Blueprint uh, Mechanical, <laughs> he uh, uh, screwed the motor that's in it yeah. um, now together. And uh, basically, we all did such a good job with the, the engine design, intake manifold mm. and so on, that the turbo became <laughs> the restrictive part, you know. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping to, when I get a bit of a break, uh, make a new exhaust manifold for it and put a bigger turbo on it and, yeah. um, you know, watch this space because, uh, uh, yeah, I think that car, I mean, it's already surprised a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think it's going to shock people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it goes. It's a real deal. That, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it's gone 11s. Or... No, it went 12, uh, 12, a
0: low 12, but, um, and this is you know, in full street trim, mm. right road tyres, no no um, slicks or anything like that. But uh, on that run, I stuffed the launch up. Mm. Um, so, you know, when you look at the 60-foot times and everything, even with that tiny turbo that's on it, it, it would have run 11s. When you look at the overall picture of, of where it's making its power and how the power's, you know, how it's reacting um, – if you put a uh, like a GDX thirty on that car, a car guaranteed would be a, a mid to low 10-second car. Yeah, um, it just the turbo's choking it, and uh, part of the exhaust system. When when um, we were putting it together, I built the exhaust system up to the diff, um, but uh, there was a, a another um, exhaust shop in, in or an exhaust shop because I'm not an exhaust shop. Mm. There was an exhaust shop involved in it and they decided to do some really dumb shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But it's still, you know, you look under the bonnet, it looks dead standard. Yeah. Uh, you would never pick in a million years that that thing had mm. been modified. Um, all the, the heat shielding and everything looks factory. The intake manifold, it all looks yeah, just like it came out that way. So, uh, yeah, cool car and different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not another Commodore or... Something completely left of field and all Fiat. Yeah, that's that's the other fantastic mm. thing about it. You know, you can get a car and put a foreign engine, transmission, differential into it and make it go fast. But to get something that's Fiat and and not just Fiat, correct to that, mm. you know, model. Yeah, like one two still, four one, spider. Yep, but but uh, still the eight valve. Mm. Like we didn't. You know, go to the 16-valve, still the 8-valve, still 2-litre. Um, you know, the, the for those of you that don't know the Fiat's, uh, the automatics were trimatic. Mm. So I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how they actually used them in the Fiat first. Mm. Yeah. That was the first use of them, the Opals, and that got them, uh, you know, after the Fiat. Yeah, I didn't on. know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 124 spider if you if you're not watching the video version and listening to us it's a 124 spider go to our website there's some pictures of it there um magnificent looking car it's a 77 model but i think they're pretty much the the same i think for many years the 124 spider. yeah that i think that the, the, the,
0: the most famous fiat spider was in growing pains yeah i think so yeah black yeah. one now marco's car You know, cool deal. His dad's car, Mm. quintessential old Italian-like sports car. It's black. It's got the cream leather. Um, It is dead standard. Mm. Uh, One of the first of the EFI um, cars. And um, uh, on the pasta run, I I sometimes drive that car. um, And, you know, it doesn't need to go fast. I mean, it's still a quick car. It's still a lot of fun to drive. But the top down, um, it's just a pleasure to drive. They are awesome
1: cars. They are awesome cars. Cool, cool. The Coke bottle shape as well. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Very, very reminiscent of the the 250 Ferrari. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway... Uh, World Street Nationals were held on the weekend. Stevie, our man Stevie Fast Jackson actually won the event over uh, Melanie Selamy. So it was really good to see Stevie Fast win that event. Let's just have a listen to that final here. Did you did you count three gear shifts there? No, I didn't. <laughs> didn't I, <you? laughs> no, look, he's running a sixty-four there, so that's that's a three
0: sixty-four over the eighth at two hundred and ten mile an hour. That is correct. Now that that was still NHRA Pro Mod legal. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. so fourteen seventy-one. Yeah. Mm, yeah, unbelievable. And now, to... for those of you that don't know, mm. Melanie Salimi. Yep, her her dad. Uh, was heavily involved and probably still is in uh, Daniel Gregorini's car. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, I didn't but, know that. Did yeah. I? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I believe that they organised the car mm. um, for Daniel originally.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's a G Force car, Daniel's. Yeah. I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the next event over there is actually
0: one and that, oh, that one was of a t- track record too. Me. Sorry to carry off. Yeah. 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 It was a yeah, new it track was. record yes. by Stevie Fast. Yep. Yep. Great to see him back in the winner's circle. Yeah, it is. It is. The and next- and doing some grudge. Some grudge racing. Yeah. Some what we what
1: we're used to seeing him No, doing. that's right. That's right. Next event over there is actually Sport Compact Final, which you may have remembered when we interviewed Kelly Betts, she uh, she mentioned to us. Not only is she going there, but Nikki Hepburn's going there, Scott Porter's over there, and Rod Harvey's over there yeah. as well. So that's really good Huge. contingency from awesome. Australia. It's, it's good great, to see. great. It's good to see. All right. Speaking of um, domination, not from Australians, but from Kiwis. <laughs> so... The supercars went over to Howie I hope I said that right. I don't know if I did, but anyway, my apologies if I didn't. Um, and uh, we had Scott McLaughlin caught up in a bit of a crash on the Friday. So his final practice session he wasn't able to compete in. Uh, came out on the Saturday, got pole. Came second on the Saturday... And then it happened. Yeah, the famous <laughs> lock-in. I'm going to call it the lock-in. Look, a big uh, to me, it's a
0: storm. No, a you know, cup, well, but yeah, I I caught
1: a block. Yeah, a bit isn't it? Because <laughs> Shane Van Gisberger was a bit of a really.
0: Yeah,
2: but... <laughs> look, I
1: mean, I I think all's fair in love and war. I think it was a bit of mind games from SVG. Backfired on him. Didn't backfire, I guess, but it didn't work really because. Scotty came out the day after.
0: So, f- for those of you that don't know, mm. before before you you drop that, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what he did was he parked his car hard up against. Uh, Scotty z- This is uh, Shane mm. Shane Van Gisberger. <laughs> <laughs> he parked his car hard up against Scotty McLaughlin's.
1: Yeah. And Scotty couldn't get out of the car. He um, was stuck in the car. Yeah, yeah. His team, his crew, his pit crew had to push him backwards so he could get out of yeah. the car. And, uh, look, I, he didn't make too much of a deal about it. Um, it's interestingly enough, the day after when Scotty actually won, he parked his car nearly 10 metres away from Van Gisbergen because Van Gisbergen came second. They were switched, basically, yeah. and um, parked quite a considerable distance away, actually exaggerated it. So
0: Would have been good to see Scotty get out and just open the door for... <laughs> yeah, it
1: would have. You said that before. I thought that was a great idea. <laughs> interestingly enough... Um, Van Gisbergen and Wincup. Cup was actually coming second on the Sunday. They actually switched the two over, the team. From a points point of view, we can kind of understand why. Um, I don't have an issue with that in any form of motorsport, but um, a lot of people They're did. allowed to do it. They yeah are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they switched. So, so when, which form of motorsport are you not allowed to do that? Uh, look, I'm sure there are ones. They don't come to mind right now, but uh, Formula One supercars, perfectly fine to, to dictate the position of your team cars. Perfectly fine. I don't have an issue with it myself. I think it's all fair and love and war, as they say.
0: Now, this means that the uh, the points are down to 14. 14, that's correct. Between yep. SVG yep. and uh, Scotty McLaughlin. So we've got
1: two races to go, the Saturday and the Sunday of Newcastle, which is coming up in a week's time. Yes. Wait, or 10 days' time from this yep. recording. So not this weekend, but next So weekend. this is
0: it for the championship, basically... Yep. Um, Whoever who wins. wins, yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, or whoever finishes in front enough, will will take the championship.
0: Now, uh, uh, Frosty, Mark Winterbottom.
1: Yeah, sorry, I skipped past he, that, he, but he's yeah. uh,
0: he's made the announcement that uh, he's going to leave he's PRA. Yeah. And, uh, the yep. thing is, what I'm amazed about this, he is like well known as being a Ford driver, he and is, he's yeah. he's been um, in a Ford. Forever, yeah. Um, yeah. the rumor is that uh, he's
1: going to a Holden team. That's correct. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. He's been linked to eighteen team, which is a Holden. It's not official yet, uh, but we have to also remember that uh, Mark Winterbottom and Charlie would have a relationship that goes back some years because Charlie was involved in The PRA team at, at one stage as well, so th- they would have a relationship yeah. and, and an understanding of each other as well. So I think it's a good fit for Mark. I think he's become a bit stale at PRA. Oh, and, uh, he's oh, we'll had ship. a couple of good races yeah, this season, has. and he's had a couple of you know, he's won a championship there, he's won Bathurst there, so we can't ask for much more. In other supercar news, the new Mustang. Uh, they had testing uh, this week at Phillip Island. Scott McLaughlin was testing the car. Oh, it looks awkward. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the video. It just looks awkward. I, I don't care. know,
0: but but I don't know if I'm meant to say anything about this. Yeah. At one of the, I probably shouldn't say it, but at one of the dealerships here in WA, there is a bullet Mustang.
1: Really? Yeah. Already?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it just got released. Yeah. The two weeks before. Senior, I have I photos. Think. Yeah. Okay.
0: I can send you photos. Wow. <laughs> yeah. but now the thing is that uh, this is what I was surprised about. Apparently the drivetrain is just standard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The bullet one is it's the um, the GT that's going to have the the tweaked up drivetrain. The bullet is fairly standard. Yeah. Yes. It's just
0: a. Uh, it, it comes in green. Yep, and it has a bullet on the fuel cap. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's a tribute to the movie. for those of you that you don't know, it's a tribute to the the Steve McQueen movie. Steve from McQueen, 19... yes, sixty eight. I
0: think I'd say so because they were both sixty eight cars. Yeah, yeah. So um, th- this movie is what made the Dodge Charger sixty eight Charger, which mm. I believe is the one that's got the round tail lights. Yes. three round tail lights across the boot. Might be sixty-seven. They
1: had the, the rounds. I thought. Oh, was it? I thought sixty-eights and sixty-nines had this because they were Jukes of Hazard. Jukes of Hazard oh, used sixty-eights and sixty-nines. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I could be I could be wrong there, but I, I could be wrong too. I'm not 100 percent sure. On um, that, but. Made the black uh, American Dodge Charger mm. into the ultimate bad guys car. Yep. And the well, it must be sixty-seven then. Sixty-seven Mustang. Mm.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: it might be 67. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Green GT. I believe the car may have been a 390 Mm. um, because one of my friends had one that was, you know, exactly the same, basically. GT 390 Mustang, Mm -hmm. Steve McQueen. And I think that movie, that particular, like one of the most famous car chase scenes um, in the history of any movies. Mm. Uh, And I believe it's got a record for the most amount of upshifts ever recorded in a car chase. Steve McQueen is driving a 5,000-speed gearbox (laughs) Mustang, (laughs) definitely manual. (laughs) And he doubles the clutch on every shift. Why he's doubling the clutch on the upshift with the synchro gearbox, I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit like Gone in 60 Seconds. You're not going to beat the original.
1: No, no, you can never beat the original. If
0: you, if anyone listening gets the original Gone in 60 Seconds out, fast-forward the love scene. Just fast-forward it. As soon as you hear the song, uh, He's My Superman, just start fast-forwarding. <laughs> the rest of the movie's great. It is a great movie. It is a great movie. And the car chase, I don't care what anyone says. That is the greatest, oh, yeah. 100% car chase in the world. Yep. And... The remake with Nicolas Cage mm. really makes me vomit every time I think about it. Let alone watch it, because it's definitely not a tribute to the original.
1: No, they didn't even use the same car. That's what I always. Nah, like, they, know, they didn't that, use the same car.
0: Everyone know makes a big deal about oh they got Chip Foose to design it, yeah. but uh, yeah, the original looked fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the original
1: was, to my mind, it was the a, original was like a it was sixty-nine or yeah, seven, seven might have been a seventy, yellow, yeah, or oh, yeah. Yellow yeah. was it? Wasn't yellow,
0: orange? Wasn't it? it looked orange to me. Jesus! They had heaps better cars in that too. They had that
1: Manta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Manta I Montage, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? there was some crazy cars. But I never understood why the remake didn't use the same car. Eleanor was a silver. Oh,
0: because Hollywood producers paint. are all wankers, yeah. and they would have got together and gone, "Oh, we need, we need a new design," you know. And, oh, let's get Chip Foose. Everyone knows who he is. <laughs> Anyway, Angelina Jolie makes it. But she probably does lots of things, Nick. But she
1: does. She, she makes I, it work.
0: I, I just noticed in the notes. Yeah. Drag
1: challenge. Yeah, yeah. That started today. So. I've got a funny story. Let me guess. <laughs> so. About someone that I've got written there, Harry Hay, yeah, Perhaps. Yeah. So so I get cars a phone call. Control cool. that thing. I'll tell you, there's some video of that today. Crazy
0: dude that is an all steel all glass foot door sedan was out of
1: control that's <laughs> thousand foot time by the way that's thousand foot there
0: so I get a phone call i've I've been sick as you know mm. get a phone call um but actually he he um he i can't remember if he he tried to call me the day before and I didn't answer and i I texted him back that I was sick but whatever i i yeah. I, I had the phone on silent and I heard it vibrate. And he sent me a text message, and it said something like, can you talk or, you know, are you busy or whatever. And I was feeling a bit better, so I rang him up. And he goes to me, so they um, they were doing the last-minute racing routine, right? And they decided, I don't know, to check something on the motor, whatever, whatever it was, right? And they got the motor back in the car, right? This is, I'm not exaggerating, literally... Um, two days before the first race, mm. right? So he rings me up and he goes, hey, um, I've got no gears. <laughs> <laughs> I've said, y- you what? I, I, I said, Harry, I didn't even think you were going to make this event. Like the way you were telling me that everything was panning out, whatever they, 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 you know, like the gaskets hadn't got delivered or whatever it was, there were some parts that they were waiting on. It looked like 2018 all over done done before it begun you know so i said what do you mean you got he goes oh we just got it all running and it's got no gears and I said, mate, you've had six months to send me that transmission to get me to check it. <laughs> I remember you saying this, actually. Yeah, you were, you were hoping to get his transmission back soon. Yeah, just to have a look. Because, you know, he'd, he'd gone 740 or whatever with it. Yep. 190-something mile an hour. Yeah. Ridiculous, yeah. you know. Big, heavy car like that. Anyway, and I said, well, well, you know, he goes, look, we've, we've disconnected the oil cooler and there's no oil pumping. And I said, well, that's the pump. You've killed the pump, you know. And I said, mate, they're a special pump. They're not something, I don't even stock them. They're that expensive. Um, You know, there's no way in the world, like, even if I got a hold of of the manufacturer and got a three-day red, you forget it, right? Forget it. It's not going to happen. He goes, well, what do you reckon it is? And I said, mate, knowing you, it's probably just low on oil, right? <laughs> he goes, well, how much oil does it take? And I said, well, you know, it depends on your cooler, your lines, etc. But you know, I would estimate you're going to put ten or twelve liters in there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a big converter. Um, so he rings me back and he goes, we just drained it. There's only three liters in it. And I said, yeah, but that's that's just the oil in the pan. You know, you can't like. Yeah. I said, look, just just fill it up. Okay, just keep putting oil in it with the engine running, right? He rings me back and he goes, mate, we've put six litres in it, right? It's full to the brim on the dipstick and it's still got no gears. And I said, well, all you can do is pull it out, you know? I, I said, I don't know how we're going to do this. You're on the other side of the country, right? <laughs> so he pulls it out. He rings me up and he goes, I got it out. And I said, okay, what have you found? He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, you pulled the torque converter out? He goes, yeah. I said the end of the the, the spout, the the, uh, um, the uh, impeller hub, as the Americans refer to yep. it, the pump drive, is it damaged? He goes, no. Nah. And I said, are the two lugs there in the pump? If you look down between the seal, and he goes, yep. I said, fill it up with oil on the ground and turn the torque converter, and see if oil comes out of the top cooler line. Rings me back, goes, yeah, I think oil's coming out of the cool line. You sure you had enough oil in it? Yeah. I said, mate, well, I don't know. It sounds like everything's all right. So he puts it back in the car, right? So this is, you got to understand, this is over the course of the day. They had to leave that night to make it to the first event. They had to. If they didn't leave, it yeah, 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 yeah. was done. N- done, right? He rings me up. He goes, yeah, yeah, we're just leaving now. I said, what did you, he goes, I don't know. It's working now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, if that guy wins this year, right? It's gonna be because God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, someone came down and
1: touched him. Well, I tell you what, car. he's sitting in number one's position at the moment. It's only day one, so it's still still early days. I can't even believe that they made it there. Let alone they ran the car and got to number one. You should have seen it today, but it was like, I mean that. Forty nine, the six six forty nine is not uh, 13, 20 feet. It's a thousand feet. There at Calder Park, but the it was wheels up. He did a six fifty six on video that I've seen, and it is wheels up a fair way down the track. You've you've it's heard the story about the shocks on that, haven't you? Yes, you have mentioned that. I think on another podcast actually. Yeah. So so
0: we we developed a converter bleed system to try and you know help that car. Um, based on what I thought it was going to do. Because anyone that's dealt with Harry, everything's very vague, mm. right? And his standard line is, oh, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, cons. You'll figure it out, right? So so we developed all of this, but he didn't get it in time to fit it, right? So he's gone out and, and tested, and he went 750 yeah. that day. And, um, you know, I was pretty happy because that was a, a big improvement on, on what the car had done. And... Um, uh, he he rang me up and he goes, I can't I can't stop it from wheel standing. And I said, Well just tighten the front shocks up. He goes, What do you what do you mean tighten the front shocks up? I said, adjust the front shocks so they're harder mm. on the bump. Yep. He goes, What do you mean adjust the front? I said, what front shocks? He goes, I've got the standard HQ ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to tell me that you've got a car that's going 190 mile an hour and it's got standard HQ. <laughs> Probably the original 1971 <laughs> oh, shocks, no. right? He goes, what? what's your problem? <laughs> I said, well, look, you can try this. I've never actually done it, but I've heard that it can be done. If you drill a hole in the shock and drain the oil and put thicker oil in it, mm. um, the car, you know, like it will slow the shock down and it, and it should help the wheel standing. And that's what they did. Mm. They drilled a hole in the shock, drained the oil, and then plugged the hole. And, yeah, he ran 7.40, as as everyone knows. Yeah. So, look, Harry, I'm sure that you're going to listen to this at some stage or
1: another, regardless of what happens. I'm just amazed that you actually made it. <laughs> I'll tell you something about Harry. He's having more fun than having an orgy with Margot Robbie <laughs> and her friends. Those are his words, not mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so uh uh Frank Marchese.
1: Yeah, number 2, 6XW. Number yep, is 656. Now this is the
0: the the white one. The white one. And uh Adam in his VK,
1: the blue VK, Adam Rogash.
0: You know old Courtney. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 cuz he loves this car because it uses apparently I've I've never actually looked but um Mainly because it's LS powered, but, mm. but but apparently uses standard exhaust manifolds flipped around the other way. Okay, I didn't. The, didn't I don't know. That. This is what Macca's telling me, yeah. right? Because Macca's into turbos now. Anyone that that knows who Macca is, mm. um, Courtney McGrath, he is a. Uh, Urban legend mm. of drag racing in WA. Yep, um, he has broken the hearts of many, many fast car owners over the years. Um, yes, and and he, you know, had a standard line: stop something around and put a chev in it, or um, uh, what was the other one? If you want to rev it, chev it, or oh, yeah. something along those yep. lines. Now it's stop something around an ls in it <laughs> so sold all his chev stuff and yep. he's got all ls stuff yep so he was telling me that this car uh the the guy who's the crew chief i guess on the mm. car uh, works for motec yep and it's got that much motec gear on it that it could probably drive itself <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um <sighs> but anyway very, very cool awesome to see harry yeah. At least at this point in time. Leaving the change.
1: He's only just started, so let's, Yeah, uh, before let's before he, he blows
0: the tyres up yeah. trying to stop it because the parachute didn't open <laughs> or uh, forgets to fill transmission with oil or um, <laughs> whatever usual standard manner of, of things that Harry does these events. I tell you, it is out of control. So, so 649 would be about a 740. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's roughly what it mm. usually that kind of deal, you cover the back half in about a second. Yeah. Usually. Oh, that's a thousand foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That from a thousand on, yeah. usually there's a second. Yeah. Generally yeah. speaking.
1: Um also um Lorenzo from WA, Lorenzo Galotto, um I there's only one video shot of his car, so I don't know if that's representative of his time today, but uh they're over there as well, those he, guys. He
0: went from what I've been told, he went seven ninety at Granada yeah, in testing. Yeah. That's yeah, correct. So um yep. Uh, I think there's a, a fairly big WA contingent over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There always, there always is a few of the WA guys heading over there. Um, so good luck to all those guys. Good luck to all of them. Yeah. All right, NHRA, well, as we said in our last po- podcast, Steve Torrance had wrapped up Top Fuel Championship. Uh, Tony Schumacher had come second. Uh, JR Todd wrapped up Funny Car in the DHL Toyota Camry. Yeah, funny awesome car. to
0: see yeah, the, the Colettas um, yeah. take a championship. Yeah. Great, great stuff, great yep. stuff. Robert uh, Height comes second yep, yep. in the John uh, Force team. Tanner Gray in pro stock. Yep. Jig Coughlin Jr. taking the runner-up. Yeah. And uh, pro stock motorcycle, Matt Smith, mm. Eddie uh, Craywick. Craywick. Yeah. Yes. Um, now that Matt Smith, that those guys just own pro stock bike, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- sure th- they. they are uh, the Vance and Hines uh, team. Mm. Um, yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Yep. Unbelievable. It's interesting. Don Schumacher didn't wasn't his uh, presence in the top two, top fuel and funny car. Not as prevalent this year. So, only had one car in the... Tony Schumacher's car, his son's car, came second in Top Fuel. And uh, in Funny Car, they weren't able
0: to... I'm sure that they'll regroup and, um, you know. Yeah. So, anyway... Motorplex Motorplex drag racing is upon us and has started um, if you listen
1: listening at this part uh, my apologies this podcast as we said it's got a lot in it so yeah it's, well, it's just we're...
0: been an incredible last couple of weeks as, as far as motor racing mm. and, and uh, you know car events around Australia and the world so yeah we've got to, we've got to give it some um, some coverage now certainly I I, I have to laugh right yeah. I had a few people contact me. Um, You know, with we, we, we some uh, some great racing, from what I can understand. Um, I had some people contact me um, this week, mm. right, regarding the, the event on the weekend, and they will have a, a sook about track prep, right?
1: Okay. Now, <laughs> I know where you're going to go.
0: John Zapier, right? You don't need to use him. You can use other people as your example. No, but I think that's a... Bloody good example, right? He unloaded the car from the, from the uh, um, trailer mm. and and smashed out a five seventy. Yep. Right, and then later on went on to run a five sixty six with a four. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that track, <laughs> right? To to add to that, okay, um, we'll go to the other extreme. Okay, that's a big tire car, right? Yep. We we'll go to the radial the radial cars okay so two cars in particular that stood out right first and foremost kevin bolton right now now for anyone that doesn't know it's a gen 2 camaro a big block naturally aspirated car Mm -hmm. uh completely street legal street registered permits for everything bolting cage so you can keep it uh, completely redoed and in in a, in the the radial fray, he's at the moment with the, the current com- competitors, kind of middle of the pack sort of thing, yeah. right? Yep. Um, car runs nine fifties, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I believe that that's uh, possibly close to, if not a PB for him, yeah. Right. One three zero six to sixty foot, right? Nothing wrong with that track, boys. Nothing wrong with that track. Um, Jesse Murphy, right? Um, 869, right, close close to a PB for him, mm. 128. These yeah, guys 128. are on 275 radial tyres, 128 to 60. Uh, nothing wrong with that track, okay? Anyone that said anything about a track really needs to look at their rear
1: suspension. <laughs> I think even... If- taking rear suspension in or out of it whatever way you want to look at it even if you are sam treasure he'd probably say there was nothing wrong with oh track. sam Tre- how
0: awesome those guys come out and smash out a pb yeah unbelievable um six zero seven that was in the final too. mate nothing wrong with that track nothing wrong with that track so, yeah, anyone that's whinging about the track, especially when, I you know, I get Super Street guys ringing up and telling them, oh, no, no. <laughs> it's like, really?
1: <laughs> you did, no, you don't, don't mention any names, don't. Right? wait. Look at your rear end, boys. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the track. Check, check your tyres. Maybe you need new
0: tyres. So, and, yeah, I mean, uh, to all the, 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 the crew down there at the Motorplex, mm. um, you know, they did a fantastic job. Ray Treasure, everyone there. Prepping that track, yep. keeping the action going. Uh, spectators that I spoke to had a great time. Mm. Um, the only thing that I did get asked was that if there ever was uh, a, an oil down that needed to to um, uh, be cleaned up, they could send the radial cars out because apparently some of those cars take that long to spool up that you could clean the track and reprep it. <laughs>
1: oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So <laughs> they have no
1: no reaction times. Don't seem to be an important thing in the radial class. Hey, we're looking forward to the radial class. So it was it was um it was good to see the radial cars out there, and it that field will only get bigger. There was a ten car field, and I think you will see numbers increase. Oh, in
0: definitely. I mean, I was I was a bit shocked. I was expecting to see a couple of six second cars mm. in there now. Now, I don't know whether it clashed with Drag Challenge and a few of those guys. Well, a lot of
1: those guys would have had to have left. They would, yeah. They would have been long gone. Yeah, You yeah. know, they would be well and truly on their way. So, so.
0: Um, anyway, it, it uh, yeah, um, as far as our uh, drag radial mm. deal goes, yep. I spoke to uh, our parts guy in the U.S., mm-hmm. And uh, the, the crate is boxed up. is just uh, waiting for a second quote on the freight. Yep. So hopefully those parts will be leaving shortly and we can finish setting the suspension up. Because I, I, right now I'm guessing at what the ride height's going to be. Yeah. So um, once the tyres and wheels get here, we will carry on with it. Mm. And, um, yeah, hopefully... I mean, I don't want to put a time because every time I do that, every time I say we're going to be ready by this meeting, yeah. we never are. Yeah. <laughs> so That's,
2: so cars,
0: I'm, I'm cars teched. It is teched. Yeah. I need to send the forms in to Andra mm. uh, to get a new logbook. Yep. But but yeah, I'm hoping uh, January. Yeah, January. So yep. we'll see how we go. Um, on the Camry front, mm. uh, the cylinder heads. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they're going to be done sometime, yep, soon. So um, yeah, keep keep your uh, ears and eyes open for that one. And I finally got off my ass and got a um, battery for my motorbike. So oh, yeah. hopefully, I'll um, get down on a on a Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah, yep. yeah. Anyway, is that it for the show, Nick? <laughs> That
1: That is it. Yeah, we have blown this one. This is this is a good hour and a half. This one. So, yep. Um, and if you still <laughs> Because listening, I've got to go really past the chemist idea? to get something from. So, sorry. All right. On that note, um, we are. Oh, oh, big news! I should have said at the start of the podcast. I would, the yeah, I thought that we had some announcements at the start of the podcast. We are on Spotify. It's only taken us forty-five, 45 episodes. episodes. But we are on 90 Spotify. Weeks. 90, <laughs> Ninety weeks. We are on Spotify, and I'm rather aroused by that. Um, so yeah, it's great news. We're on Spotify. So when I we are on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I'll go with those three first because they stood behind us, those guys, uh, from the start. And but now we are on Spotify as well. So. No matter where you get your podcast from, you can hear us now. So get on. If you, I know a lot of Australians use Spotify these days. Yes. So next event at the Motorplex. I Two think, weeks' time. Well, no, Speedway this weekend. Speedway this yes. weekend. Yep. Uh,
0: and then do yourself a favor, get down to the next drag racing event.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're you not can. into
0: getting sprayed with mud, yep. um, get sprayed with rubber. Yep. This is, this is this is my timer telling me that I need to.
1: All right, get up. Uh, on that life. Note, um, yep, thanks for coming in, Simon. Really appreciate it. Thanks and for having me, Nick. No worries. And we need to get started on the Camry and the door slammer and all those things.
0: Yeah, uh, like as soon as those bits get in. Um, and uh, I want to talk to you about a couple other things too. All right. So, so here we go. <laughs> all right,
1: thanks everyone. We'll see you soon. All right, see ya. See so, ya. Yeah.
0: Talk of power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.